Everyone makes a big deal about the points on their credit cards. It's not a good idea. So let's start from the beginning. There are, I would say most of the cards out there offer points or miles. I actually just canceled a card that didn't. It was with USAA, and uh, it was an old card, didn't have points or miles, and I shit-canned it. Um, <clears throat> the way most of this works is you spend $1, and you get one point or mile. And so Amex does points. Uh, the airline cards do miles. And people make a really big deal about the points. Like, this is the most important feature that a card has is the points. And then guess what? They never use the points. People will, they'll rack up tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of points, and they never use the points or the miles. They just let it sit there. And then they expire. So Amex points never expire, but airline miles absolutely expire. I get a notice every once in a while from American Airlines that says your miles are going to expire in January 2024. So I got to use them. And if they expire, it's a lot of money down the drain, and it's a huge waste of time. But yeah, people people go crazy about the points, and then they never use them. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So what I make sure I do is I absolutely use the points. And right now I have about 230,000 airline miles. And I will be looking for an opportunity to cash those in, which is kind of tough for me because... I travel a lot, but most of my travel is business travel, and it doesn't make any sense for me to use the miles on business travel because I, you know, I I can write it off. But uh, yeah, ninety percent of my travel is for business, so I have to really be careful about where I use the miles. So the minute I get to use the miles for a personal trip, that's when I'm going to do it. Now I do have an Amex card. And I get to use the points on that. And I actually have a personal Amex card and I have a business Amex card. So very recently, when I was in Vegas, you know, I told you guys when I was in Vegas, I used points to get a room. Three nights at the Cosmopolitan, I used Amex points, 170,000 points. So 170,000 points is about 1700 bucks. So the room was about 550 a night. And that was great. Got it for free. Free room, free shit, man, <laughs> free stuff. You see, the points and miles are great if you actually use them because you get stuff for free, except it's not really free. It's not really free because the problem is, you see, I got this room in the Cosmopolitan, but I had to buy plane tickets and I had to pay for all my meals out there and I went shopping and I, I gambled, although I did make money. Um, but it's when you use the points or miles, you end up spending a bunch of other money. Like you say, okay, I'm going to go down to Miami and I'm going to use 60,000 miles to get a plane ticket to Miami. Now I'm getting a hotel, I'm using Uber, I'm getting meals and you end up spending more money. So even though it feels like free stuff, it's not really free stuff. You end up spending more money, you know? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, look, like, let's say if you look at it this way, you say, okay, I'm going to take a trip and I'm going to use the points for the hotel or the flights. Now my trip is cheaper. It's a cheaper trip. But the point is, is that when you use the points or miles, you end up spending other money 
in the long run. Now, <clears throat> the credit card commercials on TV, What when you see these commercials, I actually haven't seen any in a while. Like for a while, like Capital One had them constantly. They had Jennifer Gardner and Samuel Jackson. And um, the, these commercials were on TV all the time. And the Capital One commercials in particular were, I mean, it was all about double miles. Like that's what it was, double miles. And every credit card commercial you see, with the exception of Discover, which is a little different, they do cash back, but it's all about the points and miles. Like when was the last time you saw a credit card commercial where the credit card company says, we have the lowest interest rate? You've never seen that. They've they, never, I've never seen a, a credit card commercial that advertises an interest rate because nobody cares. You know, nobody even knows what their interest rates are. Nobody has any idea. If, if, if I told you that your interest rate was 20%, you would be like, seriously? Like, I, I had no idea. When you apply for a card, it comes, it, you get that piece of paper and it has, it's in bold face. It's in that big number, tells you what the interest rate is. But people don't know. They have no idea. And they don't care. They don't care what the interest rate is. Now, I don't care what the interest rate is because I never carry a balance, you know? But even people who care carry a balance, they... They also don't care what the interest rate is. Maybe they would care if it was 100%, you know, but ultimately they don't. They don't care. And what's crazy is that they're focused on the points and the miles, you know. And the thing about the points and the miles is, this is the thing, you know, there's a lot of people focused on this stuff and they shouldn't be because the second that you carry a balance, right, let's say, Let's say you had a $10,000 balance on your credit card and you have a 20% interest rate. So you're going to be paying $2,000 in interest a year. Like even, you know, $180 a month. Let's just say $200 a month. You pay $200 interest in a month. Like if you're paying $200 worth of interest, like you have to spend $20,000 in order to make up points. That's the same amount of that interest. It's just impossible. See, the cards, <laughs> the points are only for people who don't carry a balance. If you carry a balance, then you shouldn't be worried about the points at all. You should not be thinking about it whatsoever because the points ultimately are usually like 1% of what you spend. So if you spend $10,000, you're getting $100 worth of points. But if you keep that on your balance, you're going to spend $2,000 on that in a year. It's nuts. It's nuts. So, and again, I'm going to say this again. If you're focused on the points, make sure you use the points. That is the whole point. And I, I heard some statistic. This was years. This was like a few years ago. But I heard this statistic that like 70 or 90% of the points or miles expire unused because people don't use them. So just think about like sort of the tragic comedy of this. Like people spend all this money focused on the points. They accumulate these points. They don't use them. They disappear. And in the meantime, they're carrying a balance and they're paying huge amounts of interest on the balance. Man. I mean, the credit card companies, like that's a pretty good business, you know, <laughs> get people all focused on the points and then hit them with the interest. So, you know, I use the miles I use the miles. Uh, I probably once a year I'll I'll get a flight. I probably should be doing it more than once a year, um, 
But the thing with the thing with using miles for a flight, you know, I have status on American, and I love the status, and it's great. Um, and I get upgraded pretty frequently, at least half the time. And if you if you pay for a flight with miles, then you can't get upgraded, which kind of blows. Like, you know, I, I just I just have to know going into it, like, okay, I'm going to get a free flight, but I'm definitely flying coach, you know, so. Uh, American Airlines does have this thing called exec- Executive Platinum, which is their highest uh, level of uh, status. And the Executive Platinum people can get upgrade upgraded if they pay for a flight with miles, but I cannot. So anyway, now the funny thing is, is that you know, I used to be in the Coast Guard and I didn't do a lot of travel for the Coast Guard. I did some. I mean, first of all, I was on a ship for two years, so I did that. And then I was working in an office and I took a couple of trips but back in the late 90s, the government would not let government employees accumulate miles and points on government credit cards. Like you couldn't have airline miles. You couldn't have any of that stuff. And um, that's, you know, that was kind of a bummer. And they've since reversed their policy. And now they allow government employees to accumulate points and miles. And there's some government employees that have millions of miles and points. Because they travel all the time for work. So a friend of a friend is a guy works for FEMA. And he, see, this is the thing I don't know anything about. So I uh, I have points and miles on the credit cards and I have status on the airline. But I don't have any hotel rewards programs. And I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I should really be doing this. Because I think people get some pretty good re- rewards with hotels. But this guy, like, he'll go to Tokyo and have, like, some giant suite he gets upgraded all the time into these huge suites i mean it sounds amazing this is a guy that works for fema you know it's <laughs> it's amazing so i don't i don't have any problems with that i really don't because like i mean if that's if that's a benefit of using the card or using hotels then just take advantage of the benefit i don't have any problems with no ethical problems with government employees taking advantage of that stuff so I'm actually jealous of them. I think it's amazing. But everybody likes free stuff. People like free stuff, man. Except it's not free. Right? Because let's say you're traveling to Miami and you're getting a $700 round trip ticket. Okay? You have to spend $70,000 in order to get that round trip ticket. And for a lot of people, like, I mean, most people I would say put... 20,000 on a credit card a year, right? So that's like three and a half years worth of spending just to get one round trip ticket. I mean, you have to spend a lot of money. So that's why I don't really, I don't really focus on this stuff. You know, they give you about 1% of what you spend. And the double miles ones give you about 2% of what you spend. I have a Discover card. So Discover card does cash back. And like every quarter, they'll have a deal where they'll give you 5% cash back on stuff. So this month, this month it's gas or this quarter it's gas. So I'm getting 5% cash back on gas, but I'm capped at $75. That's the most I can get back is $75. So, but the lesson here is that you have to spend a lot of money to get free stuff, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if you think about it, that room in Vegas I got, I had to spend $170,000 on Amex to get that room in Vegas, right? 
So how much do I spend a year? I mean, I spend a decent amount, probably, probably less than some people more than other people, but I probably spend about $80,000 a year on my credit cards, maybe less, maybe 60, 70, somewhere in that range, you know? And for my business, I probably spend another 30. So let's say, let's say $100,000 $100, a year is what I spend, okay? So basically, I'm getting $1,000 a year of free stuff, which is really not that much, you know? But again, you have to use it. It does you no good if you don't use it. So those are my thoughts on points. Now for my thoughts on baseball. You probably heard that the Dodgers... Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers, took out Clayton Kershaw after seven innings and 80 pitches in the middle of a perfect game, you know, because he didn't want him to uh, tax his arm, I guess. I mean, Kershaw is older, you know. I mean, the guy's arm is probably rubber at this point. But that's, you know, Siri, why do people hate baseball now? I mean, seriously, I hate this game. I hate what it's turned into. God, it sucks. Sucks. I'm so tired of this. Pulling people out of no-hitters, perfect games. They brought back that Pony League bullshit, that ghost runner on second and extra innings. They said they were getting rid of it, and they brought it back. They're probably never going to get rid of it. It's terrible. It's terrible. So, man, I hate baseball. It's a terrible sport, and I don't know why I keep watching and the Yankees are terrible. They just lost two or three to the Orioles. They got shut out in the final game, five to nothing, and this was shut out by the Orioles <laughs> with that lineup. So one personal opinion. So Aaron Judge is in contract negotiations, and uh, he wants thirty six million a year for I don't know how many years. He's thirty years old, and he is not worth thirty six million dollars. Not even close. It's probably worth about twenty five. The guy gets injured all the time. You know, he's he's a China doll. He gets injured. And even last year, which was a great year, he had 39 home runs and 98 RBIs. That's not $36 million numbers. It's not. That's like $25 million numbers. He's not Mike Trout. He's not Mike Trout. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.